Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 130, the Apple Wrap-Up Show. Everybody excited? Yay! Yeah! This Woo! is going to be fun. Woohoo! All right, so with us today, we have a good group of folks. We have Jason Earls. Hello, everyone. We have Aaliyah Dudley. Hello. And Leslie Dixon. Hi. Yeah, we got Leslie back. So it's going to be really an awesome show, folks. Apple Christmas. We watched the event, (laughs) and we enjoyed it. And so, no news segment, no ad, no nothing, just all discussion. Who needs news? Other news, that is. We have Apple news. (laughs) The only news that matters. Right. No, get it right. It's it's, it's Apple news. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So if no, that was last keynote, Jason. Apple if, News Plus. If you're, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> if you're an if you're an Android fan, I'm sorry. Come back next week. We may have something for you. But this week, <laughs> it's all or Apple. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a very packed event, like two hours, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, close. It was. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty close. What did they start with? Um. Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade. I'm very excited about this. Do we know when this is coming out? Uh, um, this month. This month. I think so, Thursday I it was, with was it? with 13. Yeah, I think so. I thought it wasn't coming out until November. Uh, I thought it wasn't November. coming out until November. That's no, TV. TV. But maybe, yeah, I was going to say, I must be thinking of TV. So I'm excited about the Arcade. I'm getting it. $5. Going to love it. And... Meh. Oh, I'm just yeah, excited. but aren't you going to get it anyway, Michael, when you get your... No, that's just TV. Your phone. Is it? I thought it was everything. No, just TV. Mm-mm. Oh. So they started with Arcade. That's pretty cool. And what do we move on to? TV. Okay, the TV. And Jason's phone, you know, <laughs> doing the thing that Jason's phone did. <laughs> His iPad. <laughs> well, yeah, iPad. That was amazing. So, yeah, when we did our live stream, Jason's phone or his iPad, uh, he tried to turn off, turn on Do Not Disturb and told Safari to play. Right before or, the C trailer, by the way. During the C trailer. During, yeah. And, <laughs> and it, the song had the song something about like, looking about, into my eyes or yeah, something. Yeah, looking into <laughs> those eyes. It was amazing. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> was great. Um, but... If you have not seen the trailer for C, I recommend you go do watch it in the TV app. It's there. It's described too. All the trailers are described. Yep. Nice. They're gonna have some great Which com- is kind uh, of, content. It's really cool because I'm not used to described trailers. Me either. No, actually, not at all. Now, Aaliyah, does the C trailer have the bourgeois? You don't remember the 20,000 Hertz thing they were talking about movie trailers with the bouge and the waz? No. Did you not I, listen to that episode? No, I didn't. And your joke is failing so hard right now. Yeah, you're going to have to explain I that know, now. I know, it's not fair. <laughs> that's because he's the only one that knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Apparently. That's 90% well, no, a lot of, of the these time trailers, okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of trailers, like if you listen to a lot of movie trailers and stuff, um, they have like this like really bassy like... That happens during like different like actions and stuff, and apparently that's right. termed the bouge. 
and then sometimes they'll have like another thing that's like a suspense type sound or whatever that's the the one it's you know the bourgeois and a lot of trailers have it and um yeah the first part's usually called a bass hertz. drop it's also called a bouge never heard that before i have i didn't like i know exactly hertz. what you're talking about now but i have never heard yeah. this term before yeah i haven't heard that term either Jason fails twice in one week. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Fail pie times two. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> yeah, but this is like right pie because it's it's nope. it's accurate nope. information. Your excuse is failing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it only it only is funny when when you can relate to it. But good try, good try, good try. <laughs> And right pie just doesn't sound as good as fail pie. <laughs> Did we just good. experience bazinga pie? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it it was the TV stuff is neat. There's a lot of shows that I can't wait to see, other than just see. So, see, I want to see that morning. I show, missed show. that whole section of the the event. That's sad. That was like one of the most interesting parts. Yeah, it was really <laughs> nice. I'm really excited about it. That is going to be November first, I believe. Yeah, but I want it now. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the stuff. <laughs> and they did announce later on that you will get the TV Plus service with any new device that you buy for one year. For one year. After that, it's four ninety nine a month, which is extremely nice. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. Not still bad no at all. word on any catalog content though, so that's going to be interesting to see what we get there. Yeah, and I believe you have like three months or something like that to take advantage of that offer. Hmm. The Apple TV Plus for a year. So I well, think it's what is it? Three months after TV Plus releases. Yeah, it's something like that. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. So what was next? Watches. Or no, iPad. iPad, sorry. iPad. iPad. Yes. And this is the real question. I came question. in partway through that. This is the questioning part for me. Why? Why do we need another iPad when we have the iPad Air? I guess it's cheaper? Much. Um, this iPad is $329, has a smart connector. So I think they're really trying to aim at education here. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah. It's a really um, entry-level iPad that has a smart connector so you can connect a hardware keyboard. It has your Apple Pencil support as well. So something that's really going to look good for, for education, I think. And it's got an A10 chip in it instead yeah, of anything higher. Yeah, I was a little higher. depressed. What? But that. I think that's what makes the cost so low. I yeah, mean... I understand that. But still, like that's what, well, the, that's what the iPods have in them. See, there's. I think there's two sides to to that whole situation because, well, first off, I think it's interesting that this iPad does exist because, you know, I do believe it's, you know, Apple trying to stay in the education space and compete with, like, you know, other alternatives like the Chromebooks and whatnot. But, uh, yes, the iPad is using an older CPU, but that's also good news for you know, people who have older devices who maybe can't or simply don't want to upgrade right away, knowing that they're still going to be receiving software updates for a while. Well, I mean, I don't understand why somebody would go out and buy an iPad Air, right? When you can now go get this bargain iPad 
that will have the pencil and keyboard support. Yeah, I feel like there's some redundancy there, but the Air has the newer chips, I believe. The Air has the newer chip, and it's thinner. I guess it's kind of the the mid-level. Yeah, right. It's like the 11 Pro and not the Pro Max, you know. (laughs) Or, no, wait, no, wait, no. Get it right, get it right. It's like the intro-level iPads like the 10R. And the iPad Air is like the 11, and then you have the iPad Pro, which is like the you know 11 Pro line there. I do think it's interesting, yeah. though, all uh, some of these uh, features that were once Pro features for the iPad are trickling down into the more entry-level iPads, like the smart connector, for instance. Um, I, I wonder Apple if that's going to give more traction to the smart connector, which really hasn't seen a lot of love, except from like yeah. Logitech, Apple. Yeah. Uh, and whatever that keyboard others. case was that I bought a while ago. <laughs> that you hated. Well, I mean, except for the mini, <laughs> right. every That was so amazing you connector. can't remember what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think the smart connector is amazing over Bluetooth, like, because Bluetooth keyboards oh, yeah. can just lag out. They have, they tend to have a lot of problems with voiceover, especially <clears throat> Apple. Yes. Uh, well, and they have batteries that can die when you need them. Right. You need to remember to charge them. Yeah. So, I mean, this the one thing about this iPad, though, is it does have Apple Pencil, and they keep making that, even the Gen 1, better. Um, but it just means that those iPads will always have a lightning connector instead of USB-C. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to always stick with the Pro. That's just, I like those iPads a lot. And I might even, whenever the next one comes out, go back up to a, a 12.9. Oof. So really? does that mean you'll let me keep your 11-inch? Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. I've so question, actually... why go up to a 12.9 and not just because hook it to an external eyeball. monitor? It carries well, around. Get that part. <laughs> I mean, when you can hook it to a monitor when you need that larger... Visibility. Carry it around for reading larger print books or bragging rights. No, I I actually saw somebody's twelve point nine inch. I'm like, man, <laughs> this thing is beautiful. And it wasn't even the latest generation; it was an older one. And I was like, wow, this yeah. thing is nice. You know what's amazing to me is, um, you know, of course, I'm perfectly fine getting the smaller screen sizes because I can't see the screen in the first place. Um, but the audio differences in the iPad Pros versus the original iPads. I mean, when we were at convention, the NFP convention last year, uh, Megan and I have iPads of the same generation. She had the 2017 Air and I've got the 2017 Pro. And just for fun, we pitted them together side by side. And what a difference. I mean, yeah, that was insane. I um, thought the Air came out uh, a year later in 2018. Uh, later? I have an error that was for so. 14. Yeah, they, they re-released the errors. Yeah, okay. because I feel like what they did was when the when the new iPads came out, so the new the next generation iPad Pros came out, they re kind of re-engineered the old iPad Pros and took away two speaker grills and released it as an iPad Air. Yep. I really wish all iPads had that speaker configuration. Though. Uh, I know, right? It's handy. It is very nice, but let's keep going because we still have a lot more to cover. Watches, right? Right. Watches. 
Yes. Yeah. My favorite area. This is what I was waiting to hear about. Really? <sighs> well, be only because I'm I was already planning to upgrade my watch this year. You have a what? Series three? I have a three, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, would see, be a for fine you, that jump makes, for you. I could I could see that. For me yeah, though, right. with the series four, I don't really feel I'm like I gonna. have to have I wouldn't if I had a four, I wouldn't upgrade. Because, I mean, the main difference is, compass I mean, aside from the, obviously, the CPU upgrades are the compass and the always-on display. Right. Um, the, I think there was another one, wasn't there? No. That was pretty, uh, uh, uh was yeah, pretty emergency much... calling to in any country on the cellular oh, international. watches. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yes. that. That, that's so, really neat. I mean, I'm that's not, cool, but. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's a bad watch because it's absolutely not a bad watch. I just, you know, owning the Series 4, I don't feel too left out. Although Apple is no longer selling the Series 4. That is sad. Um, yeah, but I mean... But who would buy the I Series they 5 they're... if they sold the Series 4? Right. Well... Right, right, right. Let me put in my two cents on this watch. Always on display, as much as, you know, for people that are blind, it doesn't make that much of a difference. Right? It it sounds like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but it does. on the face of it, pun on not intended, yeah. But I read an interesting article that, yeah, I know. I didn't mean to do that, but I did. <laughs> so you read an interesting article? Yeah, so I read an interesting article. I don't remember where it was from, um, but they were talking about, like, why the always-on display mattered so much. Talking about um, how... Uh, Apple created this kind of problem when they made the Apple Watch initially where you, you know, if you needed to simply do something like check the time, um, you would, you know, you know, you raise your wrist, your watch wakes up, you check the time. But now it's sort of socially kind of like, you know, checking your phone if you're talking to somebody, which is, you know, kind of like rude. It's like, oh, you know, you don't really want to talk to me. Is that what you're saying? You'd rather be doing something else when we're simply curious what time it is because you know back when smart watches weren't a thing you could simply glance down at your watch check the time it was fine and they were talking about how the always on display kind of negates this whole issue that cropped up when the apple watch was uh first announced and available back in was it 2015 i think i think that's when it started yeah 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 so it was announced in 2014 i think yeah but you know with the that kind of like I get it, I do get it. Even though it doesn't really make a difference to me, I I understand after reading that article more why people are so excited about the always on display. Well, what it also does is it allows you to actually have you know people can just see your watch at your side. They can see as you're walking. It kind of it can speak a lot about who you are as how you set your watch face. Um, and I- it, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and I I kind of see the uh, aesthetic aspect of this, of where you have, you know, part of the look of a watch is the face. And so when you have your Apple Watch now down by your side and you now have a band with a big black square in the middle of it, it's not as visually appealing as looking at the face of a watch. And I kind of like that they are, um, if I read this correctly, that it's going to be where the face kind of fades into the background and allows the time to be more prominent than just maybe the tiles and complications you might have on that face a little bit. It kind of phases those out 
That'll be interesting. Um, so I just like the aesthetic aspect of this. I think they're doing a really good job on how they're doing the always on display. But I'm very excited about the watches. And are any of you guys planning on getting one? Leslie said you might. Definitely getting that. I am not. I think I've pretty much decided not to. If somebody, like, you know, thought, hey, this would be a good, like, Christmas gift or birthday gift or something, sure. But as far as simply spending my own money on it, no. I mean, when I upgraded from the Series 4 uh, to the Series 4, I had a Series 2. So that was almost like... I need to do this or I will stop using this watch before I throw yeah. it against a wall. Um, yes. Yeah, that's where I'm at now. Just, no. like, <laughs> but, you know, my Series 4 still runs very, very well. Um, and I suspect it will for a long time to come. So, yeah. What do you guys think of Watch, uh, the Apple Watch Studio? I am really kind of excited about that. The fact that now you don't have the preset band watch combinations is really nice. You can go just get yes. whichever one you want um, rather than buying, for example, an Apple watch with a sports band, but then deciding I want a Milanese loop, but I couldn't buy the sport watch with the Milanese loop. It wouldn't work. Um, they wouldn't sell it that way. Right. And no, you notice that they they started this last year, technically, because when you'd get the watch, it would be in two boxes. The band would be in a box, yeah. and the watch yep. would be in a box. Yes. That's true. I'm very excited about it because I want to... My, my issue is I'm getting this watch for sure, but I'm going to get mine from Verizon because I want the ste either the steel or the titanium watch, but I don't know which one I want. I think I want the titanium and so I'm not sure where I'm getting mine from yet. I've got to call Sprint and see what they're going to offer and go from there. Well, I was in I was reading an article about the differences between the titanium Apple Watch and the uh, steel Apple Watch. Because basically they were trying to answer the question, you know, why would somebody want the stainless steel watch over the titanium or the titanium watch over the stainless steel? And apparently a lot of what it boils down to is the titanium watches apparently have a brushed finish. So mm -hmm. they're going to not be as apt to show scratches and whatnot as, say, the stainless steel watches might. Um, I mean, I think they're also like $100 more expensive than the stainless steel watches. But they, the stainless steel watches have that more like polished appearance. So I don't know. It's interesting. I do want to see a titanium watch. I think that'd be really cool. Even if I don't buy one, I want to see one. Yeah, I just like the polished feel of that stainless steel. It's very nice. So I'm not sure which one I I'm need mine get. not to show scratches and dings because I'm gonna. They're going to be some. <laughs> I bought a little silicone skin that goes over the top of my watch because mine has a small scratch in the display, and I mm. bought a little silicone thing that goes over it and it protects it pretty well. But I've only ever been able to afford the aluminum watches, so. And the the steel and titanium watches use a sapphire screen, which makes them a lot more uh, resistant, resistant to being whacked against walls. Yeah. Now the sapphire ones do <laughs> have a vulnerability, me. and that is the corners. Mm. If you can get them on the corners, then that will it'll hurt. But the right. with the sapphire screens head on, it's going to be fine. I think my thing regarding the watch is I just with the series two, you know, I thought it was going to be relatively snappy for 
longer than it was relatively snappy and you're spending you know say 700 ish dollars on a watch that you may end up having to replace again in maybe two three years time which doesn't sound too bad but it's just kind of weird to me having thinking oh i just spent like 700 and some odd dollars on this watch that i now have to replace because it's getting too slow to be useful for me i don't know why just in my head that makes more sense with a phone than because it the does phones tend with... to last longer um but but i yeah. think that maybe with these series four was 64 bit so maybe just maybe it might last longer but I mean, those of us who are tech junkies are like, give me now, give me now, give me now. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. Me too. I wish I could get it on my carrier, but I'm not in a position to do that right now. You know, the way I look at it is I don't buy jewelry. I don't buy a lot of I those do. kind of things. <laughs> and so if the watch is the, the one piece of jewelry that I wear, and I want it to look nice. I want it to be great. Um, so that's why I don't mind going all out on my watch because it's not only a piece of technology, but it's, it's jewelry. It's a way I express, you know, that kind of aspect. Right. And I kind of feel the same way about that. I don't, I don't go out and, you know, I was telling someone the other day, I don't shop for clothes, shoes, jewelry. I travel and I buy tech toys. So that's just my thing. So the watches are already, uh, available for pre-order they were available apparently around tuesday they were they came out for pre-order before the phones that's weird yeah mm -hmm. so i want to see them before i you know make the plunge you're gonna make me go to an apple store on launch day aren't you close to <laughs> um but i want to get my new phone first and we'll yeah, get to that yeah, yeah what was next after phones. watches phones Phones were this next. was the last yes. piece. And let's be honest, they marketed this differently. You know, they everybody kind of felt like the 10R was the sub minimum or you know the sub the subpar par phone. phone. Yeah. But Apple really intended the 10R to be the main phone, the focus. And that's what they did this year with the 11. Did it work though? Really did it work? Do you think it worked? I think it worked. I think it did. I mean, we were talking after the keynote that they should have honestly started this naming scheme for the 10R. The 10R yeah, should have yeah, been yeah. the 10. Yeah. And the, yeah. And, and I, I think... Don't... Well, no, the 10R should have been the 10S. And then or yeah. 10S Pro and 10S Pro yeah. Max. Correct. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But I think it worked, or at least, or at least it, it it could work because worth. I feel like some some of us in general, those of us who keep up with technology, we know the differences. We're going to want, you know, in in a lot of cases, the pro versions of the phones because of the better displays, because of the better cameras, because of the stainless steel band around the side as opposed to the aluminum on the eleven. But, I mean, if you think about it from just a consumer standpoint, they do share most of the features um, aside from, you know, the different display and everything. So I think for a lot of people, it is going to work and it is going to be a very good phone. 
the price was dropped by fifty dollars. So I think the eleven, if I remember right, starts at what six ninety nine now. Yes. Yeah, I think. Yes, it does. So I think for a lot of people, it's going to be the phone to buy, which like is I don't only know fifty dollars more than the original iPhone. Really. Yes, that's wow. true. Yeah, really? the original iPhone was like five ninety nine. Well, no, they dropped it was six fifty, and then they dropped it down to five ninety nine. Oh, did they? Yes, I thought it started at five ninety nine. No, no. Huh. Interesting. It didn't start there. It went there very quickly. But it's nice to know that the uh, the standard iPhone hovers between six and seven hundred dollars. Right. I think Agreed. that's what a lot of cons- consumers want to see is they don't want to pay. Well, enthusiasts do, but the general consumer, if they want an iPhone, doesn't want to have to pay $1,000 for something that they think should come at a price similar to that of the Pixels and the higher-end Samsung phones. So um, I think this is smart by Apple, and hopefully the branding works. Um, I think they made a big mistake with the 10R, and I hope that that doesn't backfire on them this year. So R officially stands for ridiculous naming scheme, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking reject, but you know. reject. Oh. I didn't Ouch! <laughs> this, the 11. <laughs> here's the interesting thing. I did some research into this. The 11 has the cameras that you would want that the Pro has it it has two cameras where the pro has three but the 11 has the best cameras for ocr solutions it has both of the wide angle cameras the pro is the one with the telephoto so you know i i urge ira and other ocr makers to support that ultra wide camera yeah, that field of view would be super nice. Talking to an IRA agent, if you don't yeah. have the um, mm-hmm. horizon f- uh, glasses, right? That would be nice. And that's on the. 11. I was actually doing some. What is it? One twenty. One twenty. Yeah, I think yes. that's. Yep. Isn't that what it is on the horizon glasses yes. too? Yeah. It's either oh, wow. one twenty or one thirty. Yeah. Close one twenty. That's nice. So get yourself one of those phone lanyards and yeah, you're good to go. chest mount. Just set it up on your chest, yeah. and you're good. I was so, doing some reading about the iPhone 11, and apparently it doesn't. I, when when watching the keynote, it sounded Apple made it sound like, and maybe this was just me mishearing, but they made it sound like both phones shipped with the 18 watt chargers. But apparently, it looks like the 11s don't, but the Pros do. It's kind of sad because I was under that impression too, and yeah. that's that's definitely sad um, because the five watt blocks just can't deal with they're good for charging apple watches <laughs> right now right. what i am excited about <laughs> is that both phones come with a new chip called the u1 yeah oh, this is really interesting yeah. and um we should put the article that i put in our whatsapp group mm-hmm. out uh for this the u1 chip will allow you to point your phone at another with u1 technology in it and it will prioritize sharing. But that is just the tip of the iceberg. U1 is essentially marketed as better Bluetooth, but also kind of a, a GPS for your home, as it were. So, um, Or buildings. 
Or buildings, yes, absolutely. So this thing is accurate down to inches. Several centimeters. Centimeters, I think. Yeah, the, the very... Really? Very I don't haven't read much about this. Um, and so I think it's, first of all, it's definitely a nod to this tracker that Apple has been rumored to be producing. Oh, yeah. um, I think we're going to see that. And I think that this phone will be the first phone that will support the best features of that tracker. I think they'll they will um, make them backwards compatible and you and use Bluetooth with the older devices simply because iPads and things like that don't have this chip in them yet. Right. But um, I do think that it will use this U1 chip to make it even better. But eventually iBeacons and other beaconing technologies will use this. It's it's actually all it's this actually is nothing new folks. It's actually the U1 stands for ultra wide band and it's a bluetooth standard that has been apparently around for a little while. And uh, but Apple is using it in a way that has not been done before. So it's very exciting. See, um, I thought it was different than bluetooth. I thought it was a different spectrum. But it was still radio waves. No, it's it's in Bluetooth. Oh, interesting. Kind of like the the H1 chips, still Bluetooth, but improved on it. Yeah, similar. True. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously very different. But I guess but like similar. warehouses and stuff have used this technology. Yes. It's just it hasn't been put into a phone up until now. Can you guys imagine like the orientation mobility aspects of what this chip could <laughs> that provide? That would be insane. I mean, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be amazing? <laughs> Turn right here. No, I didn't mean 30 feet from right, right here. <laughs> here. Now. Turn now. <laughs> but it's very exciting. I'm very, very excited about this chip and wonder, you know, I want to mess with it as a developer and see if there's any way we can utilize it yet or if it's just in sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, so other than that chip, the iPhone 11 series has new cameras as everybody expects the new a13 uh right, right. yep yeah yep. Um, bionic mm -hmm. a13 bionic <clears throat> chip um i mean does can it get faster i mean of course it can but seriously um <laughs> Still someone the out there is going is that a challenge yeah <laughs> i'm sure well faster stuff is already in production <laughs> right through apple but um you know for let's let's for a second talk about what these phones don't have no and that's 3d touch 3d touch and but they do have haptic touch Grr. and i just i mean for me it was mostly the the functionality which is you know it exists in 13 now but it is a little slower performing haptic touch, at least based on my iPad, than it is a 3D touch because it takes voiceover a second to do the pass-through when you double tap and hold. But, I mean, other than that, that's really my main concern. I mean, I don't... I, I thought that it would bother me more so than it is that we're losing 3D touch. But uh, it is a little sad still, nonetheless. I just don't use it enough that... um the difference even matters to me. Well, and the interesting thing is what this is also going to remove is there's a little air pocket between the screen and the other part of the phone for 3D touch to detect how hard you press. And that's going to go away. So yes. it might even make the phones slightly thinner 
slightly and possibly more stable. Maybe. I'm 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 irritated about it, but I at the same time it's not that big a deal to me. I think we'll adapt. Yeah. Adapt it's just change, sad to see a standard change, adapt, change, go the way of the headphone jack. <laughs> and the home. Isn't button. it amazing how Apple um products and I guess this is true of smartphones in general, how we adapt to the devices without even thinking about how we're changing, you know, our society as far as um, how we use the phones or how we do things and, um, you know, how it, it forces us to do certain things without us even realizing it. Right. That's a good point. And, you know, some things are for the better, some things are for the worse. I mean... It's it is definitely a trade off, um, but uh, these new phones come in new colors now. Michael, you want to talk about this, sir? Uh, <laughs> they do come in new colors. Uh, they're very sleek. They say they have a matte finish, which I, I wonder what that means. Is it going to be less glossy, less shiny? Because I like that gloss look. <laughs> he um, wants he wants everybody to go ooh iPhone, not just eh, iPhone. Because the I think the <laughs> Pixel. Which is also why, you know, these phones copy each other. I think the Pixel kind of has a matte finish at the bottom and that glossy part at the top in glass. And so, I guess, you know, but they have them in, you know, these blues. Uh, they have them in a, a green, I believe. Yeah, the the yeah. 11, yeah. Yeah. Um, a the white. 11. Yeah. Gold. Purple. Purple. Do they have the red? I think they do. Do they? Yes. Yes, yeah. I see. See, if it wasn't for the fact that I want the iPhone 11 Pro, I would have bought the purple phone. <laughs> Even the yellow. See, I heard. Nice I heard looking. purple and went, "Ooh, I know, right?" But they looked really They're nice. Boring. And hmm? I just said I'm boring because, oh. like, we. I mean, for me, it's thanks just... for stating facts. <laughs> we already knew. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, but I tend to go for like the. Space grays, the golds, the silvers. Gold's fine. I, mean, I don't know what. Silver's fine. I just don't like the space gray look. Yuck. Mm. Neither does my dog, apparently. <laughs> she just stretched and grumbled. <laughs> <laughs> but the cameras are very nice. Oh, yeah. Michael, didn't you say the shape of the camera bump is going to change? The shape has changed. It looks like a app on your home screen. It's a big square. Weird. Really? Okay. I hadn't heard that. So what they've done is they made a bump that's a square, and the cameras are flush in with that square. Oh, interesting. They do that because on the 11 Pro, you have the three-camera system, a microphone, and a flash. And so they, and on the, the 11, it's the two cameras, the flash, and the microphone. And so they do that just for uniformity between the two devices. Sure. Because it would now not look good having supposed... three bumps on the back of the phone. No. No. No, no, no. no. And no. I'm, I'm really glad they did not do that. I was concerned. It would look like um, a very but... ill phone. <laughs> like... <laughs> hey, look, guys, there's a Braille character on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah, but, uh... it, it's new. They've changed how the um, the camera app works. There's apparently a wheel, like a zoom wheel, and you can now do, um, you could tap and move to the right to take a quick video, and there's also night mode. 
where you could take a picture and it will make it look like it's uh, almost daylight. It will make all the dark shadows lighter. Yeah, I was really excited. So this this whole camera thing almost made me upgrade my phone, even though I had no intentions of doing that. But um, the night mode having that uh, aperture of 2.0, that's amazing in a phone. That's really low aperture for such aperture? a small lens and phone. 2.0. I see. I don't remember what the aperture was on the previous ones. Yeah, I can't remember what it is either. One. Point eight, I believe. Is it? I think so. I think it was one point eight on some of the lenses. Okay, because one point eight would actually be that's better. Better. It, it's yeah. It's, I think it's still one point eight on one of them, but yeah, I know one of them is two point oh. But that's still really good. But I'm just excited to see what they're doing um, for these cameras. They're really nice looking. Plus, all the new iOS thirteen features. Have you guys seen these? Where it will tell you if you're holding the phone level. Yeah, it's that's really sick. Like that that's really uh, cool. That's yeah, that's nice. It's like tilt amazing. left, tilt right. <laughs> right. And And it plays audible tones too. Yes. I'm really nice. excited for everybody to get to try this. Which by the way, uh iOS thirteen drops this Thursday, September nineteenth. Possibly before this even Gets to you. Uh, no, we need to push this out faster. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get it out to you guys before. <laughs> so it's really exciting, though. Yeah, absolutely. So what about the audio? Apple was saying that these phones yeah. um, support Dolby Atmos. Um, they uh, There was something else they said they supported. Spatial audio kind of stuff? Spatial audio stuff. Yeah, spatial audio. Um, I mean... I, I was kind of making fun of their marketing during the keynote because they sort of said that it's kind of would sound like a home theater and i'm like that's impossible it's too small <laughs> of course it's not exactly what they really meant but um i'm excited to hear it oh yeah definitely i really hope that the whole ear because apple's using some interesting trickery in the uh current iphones and you can you you can tell for yourself you can hear what i'm talking about so if you play music audio nerd warning so if you play music <laughs> on the new on the on the current iPhones um or even voiceover like a voice like Alex you know something with some bass behind it <laughs> but so yeah if you if you play something with like some bass behind it and you go in and you adjust your balance which is the easiest way to do this um if you go into settings and you adjust your balance while it's playing um if you set your balance so that, say, the earpiece speaker is not being used at all, you're still, if you put that earpiece speaker by your ear, you're still going to hear uh, bass frequencies out of that speaker and vice versa. So if you put all your sound through your earpiece speaker, you're going to hear bass frequencies still coming out of the um, speaker on the bottom of your phone. And I think that is partially how Apple is able to get so much bass in the speakers of the phones at least the current iphones that are available now but um Aaliyah, you've experienced some issues as have i with the earpiece speaker and we suspect that's part of what's going on you want to talk a little bit about that since you actually got your phone looked at so as we all are aware we experience a lot of audio being pushed through the speakers of our phones especially those of us who are blind and who use voiceover 
I had an experience recently where my top speaker was very distorted. Um, it it sounded awful. Phone calls sounded awful. The speech sounded awful and quiet. And, and then I looked at my about information on my phone and saw I was AppleCare eligible and bounced up and down and went, oh boy, I can fix this. And so I took my phone to an Apple store and they ran an audio diagnostic on it and the earpiece speaker had cracked. Now, funnily enough, um, they were able to replace that speaker with... Um, a full display replacement. They didn't have to replace my phone, which was oh, nice. really which is nice. Neat because they have equipment to actually detect that something's wrong. They do. They run an audio test yes. on the device. Um, and sometimes... who was the negative Nancy basically being like, oh, I mean, they're going to do it, but I don't know that it's going to show the issue, and then it did. And well, like, like crap, if they amazing. just if they do it by ear, then that's up to objective, I mean, a subjective, uh, you know, perspective but they actually have another right. device that listens to the um speaker to determine if there's damage and so i just think that's the neatest thing i mean if they were just going to use because a lot of times when an apple employee looks at it you know they they judge based on what they see and if if they can quantify there's damage then they do something about it but the fact that they actually have um you know equipment that can do that that's really neat and the reason why I'm always a little skeptical on those kind of things is when we brought AirPods in because of battery. Uh, Mine, funnily enough. Yes. Um, you know, they're like, well, let's test them compared to others in the store. And the ones the in the store had been around for over a year as demo units. Like, who knew what the battery situation was like right. on those? So. Um, it was very nice to see that they did an actual audio test. Um, I didn't know what those sounds, when I would hear that sound in the store before, I didn't know what that was. Now I know. Uh, it's an audio test. So they replaced the entire top display on my phone and it was amazing. The minute I turned voiceover on, I had the, uh, male Irish Siri voice and I turned on voiceover and it was the clearest, crispest if that's a word, a uh, voice that I had heard in a long time on that phone. And I and was there's, like, and there's, there's also a good point for having a phone without a home button. And that is, is that it did not break, it does not break touch ID because there's no touch ID to fix that problem. You replace the display, it does not destroy the secure element. So that's a nice thing. I never thought about that before. Um, and Aaliyah, if I remember correctly, though, not only did they do the diagnostic, but the person you were working with totally like was able to hear the. She, yeah, she did hear it. She was like, well, "Oh, so yeah." That she's like, "That I can hear yeah. it now. Let's run a diagnostic and see what the diagnostic says." She's like, "Oh, yeah, yep, it failed." <laughs> so we don't have a it's... lot of time left, and so I want us to talk a minute about the pros. Oh yeah, the pro that I ordered last week. Yeah, that that. <laughs> And the Pro Max that oh, I yeah. ordered. Rub that in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, this is the hint, first hint, time hint, I've hint. ever been able to pre-order any kind of Apple device ever. So I'm excited. <laughs> and as much yeah. as some people like to say they, they got theirs in early, I think I, I was Oof. for once. Wow, Michael. They... Dig in. Dig in. <laughs> 
I I got mine in at uh, right at seven fifteen, which is a first for me. I've never had a pre-order on launch day right as they did it. I mean, I've come close. I've had times where I've been up and could not do the pre-order, and so had to do it another day or so later. But I'm very excited to be one of the first to order their iPhones. I would have been if Sprint Systems weren't being dumb. Um. <laughs> that weren't being flooded, possibly? No, no, no. It was erroring oh, when okay. they were trying to trade in my um, my 10. When they were oh, authorizing wow. the trade in for my 10, it kept invalidating. So it's like, ah. Whoops. I wonder if it was invalidating because of the load on the server. I don't know, but they also couldn't That'd change my shipping my address. So I was on the phone with Sprint for an hour and a half. Ew. Yeah, it was awful. But you were one of the first to reserve your phone, so... Uh, and I had I had priority too, mm-hmm. so because our Sprint account is so old, apparently some people were getting priority wow. pre-order status. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, interesting. So even though it took him forever to fix it, I still didn't lose my delivery date. And I got all excited yes. because I saw uh, estimated delivery the nineteenth. I'm like, how am I getting early? And then I saw estimated ship by date the nineteenth. I was like, oh. Yeah, ah. yeah that 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 couldn't happen, hun. <laughs> Sorry. There have been years where some people have gotten their phones a day early. Interesting. Yes, it has happened. But that would be cool if it does ship early. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pros, we got to move through these. This phone and the Pro and the Pro Max. Uh, both of all, both the eleven and the Pro models come in sixty four. 256 and cry, 512 gigs. Cry, cry, Why not 128, Apple? Come on. They always skip one. I know, but... but. <laughs> and yeah, the, nice. the pros come in four colors. The white and silver, gold, space gray, and midnight green. And I went with the midnight green because that's just a neat looking phone. My phone's always in a case, so I went with silver. <laughs> Well, the silver and the silver and white is very nice too because it has that stainless steel band mm-hmm. that just makes it look very nice. It looks like the watch that's stainless steel. Yeah. Plus, it it kind of goes with my silver aluminum watch, mm-hmm. kind of. So, yeah, I have a See, I still I have a rose gold gone iPad with the green. <laughs> I just could never do the rose gold. I'm oh, the they don't do the rose gold anymore. I'm clinging to my rose gold iPad Pro, like. <laughs> But that green phone just looks nice, and it has—it's just the same size as the 10s and 10s Max, except with the square camera bump. So right. replace your cases. Um, yeah, you won't right. be able to use the same case. Sad. And like Jason said, we think these come with the 18 watt um, brick that's USB C. So you will be getting a USB C to Lightning cable, which yeah, I could always use one more of those. And I'll be getting my first <laughs> nice. one if yeah, I get one I'll, of these phones. I'll be getting. And- what I think is my second, but I've bought I bought one because I have USB C blocks everywhere. So, so technically, this makes it to where that end. Um, you have a you plug that lightning in, into your phone, and you have a male USB C. So that gives you some options. Yeah, the only thing that I don't like about that particular cable is charging with battery packs. Yeah. Although Anchor yeah. advertised a um, 10,000 milliamp hour power core PD 
charger, which is like the one you have, Michael, but tinier. And PD stands for power, power delivery. delivery. Yep. So with a USB-C port. Yep. I want one like you have, though. I want it. Yeah, it's a nice power supply. But these phones like are very nice. They they have a third camera, which is a telephoto lens, which is typically on the pro phones. And it um, the screens are about the same. I th- Well, actually... You know what? Did did they say if the 11 had an OLED display or is that still LCD? LCD. The 11 has an LCD display yeah. with a smaller uh, PPI rating, um, and then the the 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max have OLED displays with a higher Other PPI reason rating. I, got I don't remember the numbers. Pro. Yeah, that's gonna say. That's what also helps save battery is that OLED mm. display. Because blacks are truly black. They're off. They are pixels that are turned off. And so mm-hmm. that helps save your battery. And then not only that, but the um, processor is so much more efficient on those that you can save up to four hours on the uh, 11 Pro and five on the 11 Pro Max. Yeah. I'm excited about this because I'm going from a 10, which has... A tr- kind of atrocious battery right now um, to an 11 Pro. So I'm super excited to see what that's going to give me in terms of charge. Well, see, that I'm was another like reason this. I considered upgrading because Apple's- I my 10s right now is I'm charging it almost twice a day. Yeah, me too. Apple's testing, though, is done with the display being on and all this. So I wonder what that's going to mean for, you know, those of us who use voiceover who don't really need our displays and have them at zero with auto brightness turned off and screen curtain although i guess screen curtain at that point wouldn't really save you much battery power at all no. um but still like you know our displays are going to be down they're not going to be very bright so i wonder how much more battery life we're actually going to see i suspect it may be more than that four or five hours depending on your phone yeah that you have and so they look like amazing phones i don't know what else is different to say that we haven't already talked about uh, but they have different LTE. The 11 has 2x2 two two MIMO. I don't quite remember what that means. Um, I know it's multi-input, multi-output. I think it has to do with data channels or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 11 Pro Max is... Uh, the, uh, the 11 Pros and the 11 Pro Max have 4x4 four four MIMO. Um, so they do get a little bit faster LTE speeds than the um 11s do uh i think the the pros have a different water resistance rating than the 11s oh yes they do oh yeah by a lot oh that's right but um there i mean i'm sure there's a lot of more things but uh we need to go ahead and wrap this up i think it was a great event i just want to go around real quick uh and when we do our closings what you got the most out of it, what you're most excited about. So um, to go ahead and start this off, Aliyah, what did you get most out of the event? What were, what are you most excited about? And if you could give your closing info. I'm most excited about my phone. Um, I have to say, running a close second is Apple TV+, Plus, but the phone is something that I'm, that I'm super excited about coming from a 10. I don't think it's a necessarily a worthy upgrade from the 10s. Um, I, I wouldn't do it if it were me. It's not that big of a jump. I would wait on next year's phone, which is going to be a lot, uh, probably a big change. So 
Uh, but yeah, the phone, the phone's my pick. <laughs> and it will probably be my actual pick next week when I have it, maybe. Um, yeah. So uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can do so. You can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah, that's A-L-E-E-H-A, at iAccessibility.net. And you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowGirl199. All right. Leslie, what is your thoughts from the event and where can people find you online? Uh, I was most excited um, about the compass mode and the always on display of the watch. And uh, definitely the photography teach teachers, photography features of the 11 Pro and Pro Max, um, even though I'm I'm steadily convincing myself not to upgrade my phone this year i uh, will definitely be upgrading the watch and you can um, find me creating content for iaccessibility uh, you can reach me at leslie l-e-s-l-i-e at iaccessibility.net and on twitter at lady underscore lessa l-e-s-s-a all right jason what about you? What are your thoughts from the event and your in your contact info? So I think I'm basically going to echo Aaliyah here. I was most excited about the iPhone 11, specifically the Pro Max. Um, I was a little disappointed about the storage sizes, but I mean, that was just rumoring anyway, that they were going to start at 128 gigs. Um, I think what I'm second most excited about, again, echoing Aaliyah, is Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I think it's really neat that... If you get a new device, you get a one-year um, subscription to Apple TV Plus before you get charged for it. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for me for the event. Um, so as far as where people can find me, you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at jason at iaccessibility.net. You can search for me on Facebook. Just search for Jason Earls, and you can also follow me on Twitter at JDE, that's Juliet Delta Echo 91. I do ask that if you add me to social media, that you let me know that you have found me from the IACast network. Guys, 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 I think I need help. I need help. I just came to a realization once Uh-oh. again. Uh-oh. My iPhone is going to have less storage than my Aww. pixel I just don't know what oh, to crap, do oh crap that's true <laughs> oh gosh it's not fair see android fans android got worked into the episode it happened it's not fair yes alright how so... dare a 3 year old phone have 128 gigs of storage and a new phone is 64 so I'm very excited about everything. Wow. I can't wait for my new phone. The green phone is going to look great. I can't wait to take photos and videos and all kinds of stuff with this new phone. And I just can't wait to be putting all that on social media and checking it out, checking out the new battery and the speakers are supposed to be really good. That U1 chip, I can't wait to play with that. I just can't wait to play with all of it. The watch. <laughs> Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade. This has been a big year for Apple, and I think that they are kind of turning themselves around. They've been kind of slow the last couple of years, in my opinion. And I feel like they are finally picking back up and going in the right direction again. So, very excited. See, this is that. all the more reason for me to come visit so that I can play with your new phone. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Come on. 
So you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Mike Doeys. That's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Doeys. Facebook, search for Michael Doeys. Just let me know that you found me from the IACast podcast. You can find me all over the web, MichaelDoeys.com and uh, YouTube, everywhere. And um, you know what? This is episode 130. It's been a great episode. Uh, we didn't do picks. We'll do those again next week. We may new, have new hardware. We will be doing unbox casts of all these things that we get, and we're very excited to be able to work and do these podcasts for all of you guys out there. I want to thank everybody on the stream, and this wrap-up show has been wrapped up. So, in nice everyone. shiny, you know, plastic like our yes. iPhones will be. Yes, indeed. So, I thought you were th- going to say stainless steel. Yeah, that too. So. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, everybody, on the stream. And we'll see you next week on an all-new episode of the IA Cast. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. This show has been brought to you by the IA Cast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iAccessibility1. Facebook, search for iAccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iAccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2019, iAccessibility, LLC.